Oh, yes, your mechanical vibe tribe. We miss you guys, and uh, I invite you guys to get on over to wrenchnation.tv. Catch some of your favorite shows over there from Eric the Car Guy. We've had a slew of guests on the show. Well, I miss the vibrancy of a live show. It's been a little bit. It has been a couple weeks. Uh, right on. Big tribute to the uh, Budos Band is our background music. You guys check out the Budos Band. Uh, on this show, if you're new to our show, uh, when I tell you mechanical maniacs, I mean it. Some of you are mechanic. You're trying to fix your stuff on the weekend. You're fixing your car, your truck, and things don't go as well. This is just our little platform automotive lifestyle show we do cover car tips but we do get to get caught up with you guys we had some replays uh throughout the last few weeks and i mentioned covid Susie, you're a rock star because you beat that covid down my husband and my both beat it you had the covid we had the vid but you're we're all good right now people we are so good but i don't wish it on anyone i know this is an automotive show but your car was down for the count it was down Because you weren't driving. That's right. Many of you right now may have danced with the COVID, and you weren't driving because you come in the shop. We hear you. You say, well, why do I need that? I'm not driving. (laughs) And we get that, and we're going to talk more about that. How are you feeling? Absolutely amazing. You know, there's still what they call the post-COVID residual symptoms. Yeah, that's a true thing. Reminds me of a Mike Tyson fight. You thought <laughs> you thought you had Mike Tyson, but no, Mike Tyson hits him. What? Bam! And COVID seems that way. For those of you that have danced with it, and uh, our prayers, our sincere prayers for those that may be struggling hardcore. Yes. It's yes. not a joke, man. And and I'll remind you, please wear your mask. Yes. And may I say that if you start getting COVID or start feeling the symptoms, immediately attack it with over-the-counter NyQuil or something that's going to reduce the fever, stop the So break the fever is yeah, what they say. It would just, just manage the symptoms, and it's never too late to start supplements. Zinc, vitamin D yeah. for your immune system. Well, you're keto. Did you find that the keto diet helped that situations are going? No, I mean, did Frank, it? Frank, I'm going to say that I didn't want to eat at all. You so were done. My you husband were... actually forced uh, food down me along with electrolytes. That's wow. the other important thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, keto was not even on the plate. Well, we're wishing you guys, uh, hopefully not, but we know it's a serious factor. Look out for each other and uh, spread spread what worked for you. Help help others. Mm-hmm. We know there's uh, the science of it is you're just going to do battle with it. Uh, speaking of battle, many of you are battling some of these new cars, new trucks that you got. Some of you treated yourself over the holidays and you bought yourself a new ride and it has a ton of bells and whistles. I.E. technology. Mm-hmm. Well, on the Wrench Nation show, we are technology. Technological. Thank you. <laughs> savvy of the savviness, maybe. And what we're going to try to do on today's show is we're going to talk about this emerging automotive technology. Now, emerging means that a lot of this stuff is new. Some of it's down the pipeline. And we're actually going to cover some of the consumer electronics show that was happening uh, just recently. Uh, not formally brick and mortar in Vegas. It was all digital. But you guys know that Consumer Electronics Show is one of the biggest. Best. Big Daddy. Best. Expo. Love it. I miss my expos. <laughs> How many of you miss your expos? Because why do we go to expos? To see new, improved items, and products. Ha- and have a nice drink. And, with your, oh, I forgot the drink. I miss the nice expo bars. <laughs> Ooh. You go out, you do your thing, you learn, you get your education on, but then... You celebrate with a drink. That's right. But you also get swag bags. I like the swag I do too. bags. I like that. But now we got the virtual. <laughs> it's okay. I, I think it's a new reality. In fact, you guys just be aware. Speaking of virtually, we are thinking about it. Susie, this is new to you. I don't think it's new. You don't know about it. I don't think it. it's the new way or the the final way. I think it's just a temporary no, way. No, I think live. Oh, tell me no. Uh, you people got Zoomitis maybe. I don't know. I should have bought some Zoom stuff. But live streaming is 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 right that now is the new happening. Thing. So with that said, if you can help us, RanchNation.tv, <laughs> or you can get down to the garage, come and see us, Desert Car Care Chandler in Dobby Dobson, just outside of Phoenix for all you North Dakotans and Northern Californians. We may be looking for an intern to help us live stream. Ooh. 
Right from the garage. That's out there. You put your gloves on so you don't get greasy and you operate a camera. So if you are that individual, we are taking the first quarter of the year to study on live streaming because we feel you guys would like to see some of that from the garage. Now, it's not just going to be Susie and I talking heads. No, it's going to be everything. We're going to get knee deep. Everything. Into into some fascinating automotive repairs. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. We want to hear from you. So reach out to us. Uh, I'll give you the garage phone number, okay? 480-726-6400. Big shout out to you guys on KFNX on the weekend that are hanging out with us. But we're serious. The second quarter, right before the summer, we Mm -hmm. want to live stream because that seems to be the hot thing right now. That's a hot topic. All right. So speaking of hot topic, uh, we like to cover some basics. Um, I will tell you, I, I do get, I have to give a shout out to Evit right now. Uh, a lot of you are in between jobs, man. Mm-hmm. We heard you came down to the garage and I, man, I saw this in 2008 and it's horrible. You get somebody that's really moving and grooving and they lost their job. Mm. I want to remind you, Evit is not just a top notch high school with great programs. They have an amazing adult career training program. I'll have you know, mechanics are needed or technicians, or if you want to call us network engineers, because that's what we're doing, are needed. (laughs) Programs are here. How about welding? Welders are in a great demand. Auto body technicians, also in great demand. So if you're thinking about, it's never too late, man. Even if if it's a side gig and you want some extra income, Come on down to EBIT. It's a great program. What do you got in the weird automotive news, Susie? Well, King? so, okay, so this is going to be for all you Apple phone users. Every uh, Who doesn't use it? Well, Apple? I know a few people. My husband, for run, is a droid. Bree, are you a droid? Okay. All right, let me ask you something. Do you think there's a distinct difference between the Applers and the Googlers? Heck, yeah. Something about us that it makes is. us. What would you say makes a Googler different than an Appler? We're apples and they're oranges. <laughs> How's that? We're all fruits. <laughs> Maybe. Is apple a fruit? Yeah, apple's a fruit. All right. So what's going on so with the So you ha- use an Apple phone, right? It took me a while. I was yeah. a, a big Google guy, and, yep. and uh, Apple forced it down my throat, and I love my Apple. And you have an Apple computer? Yes. Okay. And so w- did you do like Apple enough to be everything Apple? It took me a while. Okay. But I drank the apple Kool-Aid, and now it's hard for me to go back to that. What's that old engine? Windows. I don't do the windows anymore. (laughs) No windows. But would you drive a car that's made by Apple? Oh, I I, I would consider that. You would consider it? I would think about on this situation. Okay. Well, Apple is moving forward with self-driving electric car technology. Everybody's getting into car business. Now, I read somewhere, don't quote me, this is not a Wrench Nation official statement, that the Hoover Vacuum Company is going to build a car. What? Is this true or not? I don't know. I heard about it on Twitter. Wow. So tell me about this Apple car. Why is Apple doing the the electric car? So... Apple plans are not public. I'm just going to disclaim that, so information is limited. Well, we thought you worked for Apple. (laughs) (laughs) And when I called Apple for comment, they declined. Um, Apple's strategy is the new battery. It's the new battery design that could radically reduce the cost of batteries. That's big right now. And increase increase the vehicle's range using a unique, uh, what they call a monocell design, which basically bulks up the individual cells in the battery and frees up space inside the battery pack by eliminating pouches. I think all the engineers right now are laughing at us. They probably are laughing. So Apple at me. already has uh, the science of batteries. Yeah. Somewhat down. Yeah. So they've got some of the baselines down, right? Yeah. And they're going to start. Their target is like 2025 to produce this passenger vehicle. 25 is a big year, I think. 25 is a big year. A lot of, and we're going to talk more about this. This show is going to be dedicated to uh, getting down to some terminology about emerging automotive technology. In other words... Yeah, but check this out, Frank. If Apple if Apple actually does produce a car, would I be pulling up to the garage in my iCar 12 Pro or something like that? Would your or... neighbors be jealous? Would it be a... Comp- <laughs> well, it is with cars. People look... It will be. Oh, look at them. They got an Apple car. And then will I have to pay every time to use the blinkers? What happens Like if... my current phone, I have to pay for everything. What happens if you use your Google phone in your Apple car? You will be ejected, Frank. With, with a check engine light, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea, but you guys know that our future is electrification. And we are going to cover this on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about the connected car. 
we are going to talk about right now, many of you are experiencing it. You have the advanced driver awareness systems. That's that keep me in my lane because I'm not paying attention function. Yep. That's the uh, auto, automatically break for me because I'm not paying attention. Uh, that's don't hit the dog behind me. There's a camera to stop me because I'm, I'm not, not paying, paying attention. attention. All of this technology, bottom line, you guys know we don't get fancy on the show. It all comes down to two things. Reduce the amount of deaths in vehicles, which I think that number is in the high 40,000. It's slowly coming down. And ultimately, because you're not paying attention. <laughs> uh, we're also going to dive into a little bit of the artificial intelligence in your vehicle Ooh. to come. And we are going to cover the consumer electronic show what did gm announce that was pretty fascinating and it wasn't about the i don't know modern day helicopter drone okay. taxi it seems like all these big expo expos on technology uh somehow some way everybody's got a drone yeah like china i got a drone we need a drone but would you really get into your own personal taxi cab like drone could you imagine what the sound of those blades? I mean, I got the little drones that are flying above my house. Somebody's spying on me in my neighborhood. And those <laughs> drones sound, you can hear them. They're, right. And they're what, 800 feet above me? Yep. Could you imagine if Joe or Jill, your neighbor, pulls up, hey, look at me, I got my own personal drone. And it blows the roof off your picnic table that you got going on in your backyard. <laughs> Hang tight, French Nation. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Of course you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Well, listen up. I'm talking to you about one of the premier auto parts superstores in the country, Parts Authority. One of the biggest problems that we can have in a modern day garage is when our parts don't arrive on time or the quality of our parts are just not there. The Parts Authority, auto parts superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counterfolk, national program, quick delivery, AC Delco, Monroe, Parts Authority, auto parts superstore. If you're an installer or own a garage, you need to check out PartsAuthority.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. AnytimeAutoGlassAZ.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime Auto Glass. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. I remind you to get on to wrenchnation.tv. Big shout out to uh, all of you Saturday. Uh, if you missed the show in its entirety, you can catch it on KFNX, 1100 AM, as well as uh, 90.7 The Neon. And our podcast, people, uh, family, we upload that every Sunday. Susie, you like our podcast, I love maybe. the podcast, but I got to ask you, what time is it on uh, Saturday? Do we know? Uh, 8 o'clock, you know, 7, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock on yeah. a.m. If you guys are on um, Instagram, Ranch Nation, Twitter, we're, we're on there. I try to I try to get those announcements out, but pretty much from 7 to 8, just find it. We're, we're on several oh, stations. Okay, very yeah. good. All right, we're talking emergence, uh, emerging, which some of you are like emergency vehicle technology, but it's emerging. Uh, this vehicle technology that has advanced rapidly. A lot of you have seen it. Well, I'll tell you, you've seen it by way of, does it cost you more for a 
mechanic slash technician to diagnose your car. Yes, it does. Uh, our first garage way back when in the mid-90s, we were kind of doing a free check engine light check. You know, <laughs> not anymore because it does require uh, lots of sophistication and training and, and uh, equipment and all that. Um, so the idea, as we said uh, last uh, segment, is that we want to keep folks safe with this technology. And uh, before we draw, dive into some of the terms, I want you guys, this show, you got youngsters starting to drive. I want you to get them tuned into this show because we are going to cover some of the basics uh, that you will start seeing as failures and you're not sure, oh, do I go to a body shop dealer? Do I go to my favorite rock star mechanic right. on a, uh, that can handle it? Can he handle it? What do they need? So Consumer Electronics Show, um, uh, one of the biggest trade shows we know uh, in, in the world, of course, all done uh, virtually. We're going to cover GM. GM had some pretty big announcements. Of course, the flying cars. Everybody's, uh, and they, you know, I don't know about flying cars, self-driving pods, so on and so forth. But I want to tell you um, that the Hummer is going to be full electric uh, in 2022. Wow. That's, that's big buzz in the industry yeah. right now. Um, and some of you truck market people are saying, Frank, you're you're just crazy. Uh I want my gas truck. Well, I'll have you know that uh, in we always measure what's that zero to sixty going. <laughs> uh, the electric cars are are fast. They're fast and and uh, faster in some occasions. In in a lot of occasions, uh, so don't be disappointed. I invite you as these start coming out, you truck market uh, family out there. I know a lot of you want the gas. Give it a shot uh, as these cars and and trucks come out. Uh, that's a big deal. A thousand horsepower people will do zero to 60 in 30 seconds. That's the, that's the electrical, uh, the electric, electric, uh, which has a lot of electrical, That's a lot of electrical. A lot of electrical. Well, when we talked about that, if you go on water, they've got to have a lot of encapsulation. Oh yeah. They're a designing. Of, yeah. yeah. And some of you may say, well, okay, what about the, the water? I mean, we're not, you know, we're not a humid, wet climate, Seattle, what have you, and Northwest Vancouver, everything is sealed. Now, there will be, just like anything else, when a new uh, version of technology comes out. A lot of you can remember the Toyota Prius, which, in my opinion, owns the hybrid market. That's right. changing. You're seeing a lot of hybrid uh, other manufacturers, Honda, uh, the domestics, and other uh, European uh, platforms. But, you know, they had to come out with these technical service bulletins and modify. I will tell you what's really cool about this technology just like Tesla, that modification doesn't mean you're going to come to my garage. It means you're going to have an over-the-air update. No, really? Or, or a reprogram. Absolutely. And, wow. and you guys know with Tesla, you wanted that fart horn. Well, there was an update and you could have the fart. <laughs> you could press the horn and it, whatever, you know. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's all programmable. Okay. And part of this CES, this Consumer Electronics Show with uh, with uh, GM, was the announcement, of course, the new Bolt and the Bolt EUV. Uh, they're revealing that in February, um, and that's the 2022 Chevy Bolt with a B not as in the Bravo. Volt, not as the Volt, v, yeah. right. Um, that is also down the pipeline, and they're showing off uh, heads-up display, uh, just like a military high yeah. helicopter. It, it seemed like heads-up displays have been around before. They have. Uh, you can go back to the 80s with Chrysler, like I think it was the Chrysler LeBaron. <laughs> well, that technology, that HUD HUD, technology yeah. is coming back. I'm not sure if they studied, do you want something on your windshield? To you know, Did they probe people or they right. just said, hey, this is going to be. You're going to see windshields start to evolve, Susie. Yeah. Uh, sort of these uh, displays, including passenger side. Yep. Uh, so could the screen darken in a certain section? And as you're sitting in your pass on the passenger side and still be safe, View your movie on the windshield. What? Maybe. Technology's coming out. I know that Mercedes, um, as well, I think is a 56-inch screen that they're going to have. 56. That's going to be like a wraparound screen. But all of this technology is evolving, has to be safe, but is to keep us comfortable while we don't pay attention. Think about it. That's right. Man, that's just crazy, Frank, because, you know, you don't spend a lot of time in your vehicle. I, you don't. I, I get that. And that's there's a new concept. Actually, it's newer. All right. And you guys can research this. Pretty cool stuff. Company by the name of Neo, automotive manufacturer, automotive uh, car manufacturer out of China. Okay. 
full-on electric, there's two things that they're doing. One, they're doing a subscription service. In other words, I'm not buying that $70,000, $80,000 electric vehicle. Well, maybe you can subscribe to one. and when To you're, use it. To use it. Because you're right. Oh. That would speak on a lot of you. Uh, if you don't know, well, now you know. <laughs> owning a car is probably one of the biggest wasteful things that yeah. you can have or do. We have this conversation in the garage. And it, and it really stinks when you have to go to your rock star local automotive mechanic and he has to tell you, you guys spend $1,200 on a car that runs, seems to run fine, but it's failing the emissions, whether it be an evaporative mm-hmm. failure. So the subscription concept is something that's in the pipeline. I think Audi offers it uh, at a high level and it costs X amount of dollars and you can play around with a, you know, three or four different cars. Number two for Neo in China, which, so now you guys are saying, well, okay, I would buy an electric vehicle, but there's two problems. One, there's not enough charging, charging stations, yeah. and that's gotten better. But if you're in uh, Southern California, you guys know you need more charging yeah. stations, um, and so that becomes a problem. And number two, so back to Neil with the charging stations, mm-hmm. dig this. They have these portable stations that are doing, instead of a charge, for the le- lesser than it takes you to fill the gas tank in a conventional car, they're swapping batteries. No. Yes. You guys check that out. Oh and I thought that gosh. was very fascinating. So you go from this concept because you need the infrastructure. That makes sense. I have a yeah. home. I own a Tesla. Not a big deal. It's, they're going to set me up. I got to be able to plug in, charge in. Uh, I'm on the road. I got to map out. And that technology's there. Mm-hmm. Most Tesla owners will tell you, listen, once you understand and, and, and identify and map and all that, you get used to it. But if you had a Neo, mm-hmm. you could pull up. There's a service station guy. I say they do a throwback to the old school Wait, mechanics. You're, you're talking about the concept of like propane tanks. I need a propane Where, tank. I'm going to swap it out. You just, this thing, there's a little lift hoist device. It no. goes underneath the vehicle. Um, here's this, I, like I said, th- this is electrification, but I say do the throwback to the 1930s mechanic. Put that electrification technician that's swapping the battery, put him in trousers, like oh, old school, but he's monitoring yeah. it. And here it is, less than the time to fill up conventional gas tank. That's what is that? crazy. A few minutes? How a few long minutes, yeah, three, three maybe. Five. Here it is, swap battery, off you go. Good for a, what I believe I read is 250 mile range. That may be practical. That is a battery pit stop. Because you guys know that with electrification, and we're seeing some pretty cool stuff now by the way of battery technology, right? You've heard the stories with Tesla, and, and that's once we can solve the, the, the range issue with batteries, and they're, they're coming out. We're going to see some exciting stuff in the next 12 to 18 months. Sure. And it's one of the things that GM had mentioned. Now, dig this. Some of you own a business, and you've got your fleet of vehicles. Well, GM made a huge announcement, so they're really speaking to the electrification ecosystem. They don't want to just produce great running electric cars or fleet vehicles. They want to produce the ecosystem around that. So I'm a guy that needs to deliver stuff, FedEx. Right. How about the concept of here's the electric delivery uh, vehicle in the warehouse setting up my pallets electrically sending it to the electric vehicle, which then electrically drives to the destination. Autonomously. Uh, And that's coming. Okay. But electrification. In other words, you don't have to have an old school pallet. You guys in the warehouse business, you know that that's bulky. You got to have somebody. But if you automated in the warehouse a pallet system that worked on electricity, electrification. Okay. And that electric operated pallet automatically these little electric stations Mm -hmm. delivered to the electric vehicle. So GM is kind of coming up. They're calling that bright drop. You guys can research. Wow. They made that. That was a huge announcement because in this game of electrification, if you're a manufacturer, uh, you want to profit across the board. You want to be part of that whole ecosystem. You want to have the solutions for that. So bright drop will offer a connected suite of software to make delivery as seamless as possible. They're talking uh, charging stations, unlocking a vehicle, almost like their concept of connected car, which mm-hmm. is not new, goes back to OnStar. Right, right. That was pretty cool. Now, OnStar is not going to you know, tell you how to cook dinner like Amazon, but OnStar was cool because if you got into an emergency situation, 
somebody was there. That's right. And it was satellite, and it, that was cutting edge, what I think the big mid-90s is yeah. when they came out with that. Really so. known in Cadillacs, right? I remember Cadillacs always had Cadillac that. was a big deal. Mm-hmm. In fact, GM in general, OnStar, and that was a selling point for a lot of a lot of folks, and you're going to see a lot more of that. Of course, that technology is advanced, but look out, look out for that. Uh, uh, Bright Drop uh, as an EV-based, electric vehicle-based ecosystem from the delivery of packages, and I believe FedEx already signed up. I think they want 500 vehicles. That's really interesting. A lot of buzz, a lot yeah. of buzz, and you guys can catch some of the replays of that Consumer Electronics Show, uh, not only just in the automotive arena, but just neat gadgets and trees that are coming out uh, for everything from household items. That's crazy. Now, I'm not trying to get ahead of you, Frank, but with the new GM Bright Drop electrification, um, did they did they update their logo too? Yeah. Some of you may have seen this. Maybe you haven't. And I don't know what I feel about that. But General Motors did update their logo. They've softened it up a bit. Okay, I'm looking I at it now, and it's not as masculine. It's a bit more feminine. I'm okay with yep. that. Feminine. Okay. But see, when the the original logo tells me General Motors. You know what it says to me now if you look it up? Good morning. <laughs> well, oh, you mean the new logo? Do the you new feel logo. Like, it's like, good morning. Okay, but that's giving you reception, happy day, starting happy, your day. Yeah, I mean, that's I a positive. So. It didn't say good night because that's a negative. <laughs> the day is done. Good night. So, I mean, the, the the branding executives, the highfalutins on Madison they Avenue, it out. they are researching it. And if you guys check that out, that new General Motors logo, what do you think? Um, it's not as masculine. It's not. I mean, that it's like um, when Ram trucks sort of separated divisionally from Dodge. Oh, yeah. I have my take on that. Maybe they Dodge cars were not made as well. And they said, we don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> Because Ram trucks are That's solid. Right. They separated. So there's a lot of this branding going on. But GM has said, listen, if we're getting in this game of hybrids and electrifications, well, we should be a little more greener, softer looking. Maybe. That's what I see. And that's exactly what you see when you look at the new logo. You feel like, yep. good morning. Good morning. Hello. Here's, Hello. Your, here's your toast, your green <laughs> toast. Well, I like that. Uh, I like that. So advanced driver awareness systems. I think we have a few minutes. I want to get into terminology. Um, you guys saw on our social media accounts, we wanted to uh, bring everybody into the room listening to this, some of the uh, uh, newer, younger drivers, because uh, it's pretty cool technology, and ultimately it's going to keep you safe. Uh, they're essentially the electronic systems that assist you in your driving and parking functions to avoid accidentes and the collisiones. Save you're you from not paying attention when you're uh, back to the room <laughs> when you're not paying attention. And essentially, these are alerts. And a lot of you guys have it. You'll see your driver mirror, passenger mirror. It's a, you see a little light uh, or it. What I like, <laughs> uh, I'm not telling you what car we just bought. I'm going to tease you guys. But you get a little buzz in your butt. That's a haptic seat response. And that's freaky. I don't know if how many of you got a haptic response. It's like, you you know how your phone buzzes next to your, yeah. you got it next to your bed and <laughs> you're sitting driving. And if you activate yep. the advanced driver awareness system, you hear something and then your butt gets a <laughs> like that people is a haptic response it's actually you know you can turn it off if you don't like it before we go to break uh, for next segment i want to introduce some of the key system components because you guys will see some of this uh lane departure warning systems uh many of you have that now what is that that's when i'm driving and i'm swerving into another lane right and it's going to correct me back into my lane Again, when you're not paying attention. (laughs) I mean, these (laughs) systems are really when you're not paying. Hey, listen, it happens. We get a little foggy in the morning. You shouldn't be texting and driving, but the lane departure warning systems could fail on your vehicle. And that would be something you have to have. We're seeing a lot of reprograms, Mm -hmm. uh, camera systems that are failing. And they all run along a network. Listen, this isn't something that's just hooked up to your little 12-volt battery. You know, it's not one of these rodent (laughs) repellent detectors. The system is actually part of a network. So there's a bit of complexity. But specifically, the lane departure warning system uses a small camera that's mounted uh, near the rearview mirror or your mirrors. Uh, and it recognizes those striped and solid markings. Now, if you don't have the striped yeah, and solid... Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I, I, I don't have a direct we answer. Didn't... I'm going to leave that open for some of you all <laughs> automotive mechanics that want to, uh, you know, get on, get on WrenchNation.tv and get in the comment section. But uh, depending on the system and how advanced, there are other 
things that take place. Right now, cameras are a basic part of it, guys. Right. LIDAR, radar, that gets, guess what, more expensive. So it depends. If you bought a Kia that's a 2020, I'm not knocking Kia, but you're not going to have the same system as you would in a highfalutin 100K Mercedes. That's fact. So LIDAR and radar are used in most of these systems. LIDAR, not not so much, actually, you know, because that's Mm -hmm. more expensive. But just know there are cameras. So here's a tip. Clean your cameras. Oh, yeah. If you go into the garage, and you can come into our place, Desert Car Care there on Chandler Dobson, or if you're across the country, we'll hook you up with a good garage. You got to clean those cameras. Now, a lot of times you go to the car wash, maybe not so much. They get, you know, the automated car wash or whatnot. But those camera sisters, guess what? If they're not seeing properly, they could create a fault in the system. And that's an easy fix because you just got to clean the camera. That's right. Before we break, where are the cameras? Look in your bumpers. You'll see a little small, I don't know, one inch to one and a half inch circle Mm -hmm. or rectangle. And you'll see it. You'll say, what is that? That doesn't look like a flush, clean. You'll see it. And make sure those are clean. So uh, when we get back from break, I want to cover forward collision. I want to cover traffic sign recognition systems. This is pretty cool. Night vision and pedestrian detection. And uh, parking assistance systems. No, it's not going to park for you. Maybe. Maybe that's there. (laughs) Stay tuned. Ranch Nation next. I've been traveling all over this world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never see no black roses in no other garden. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Welcome back, uh, WrenchNation.tv. Come hang with us uh, over there, family. I think you guys enjoy. We have, uh, well, enjoy over 200. Uh, well, this is show 213 on the 13th of January. And we appreciate you guys checking out the website. Catch our uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on there. No no uh, Snapchat or TikTok. No yet. Snapchat. No, no, no. Uh, I want to reset with you guys if you're just joining us. We're just trying to take you on a little journey and educate you about some of these new driver awareness systems. Can we do a quick shout out? For I think we should. Let's do that. Because I don't want us to forget. Yes. So, Jason, Jesse, if you are listening, it was such a pleasure meeting you today. Look at that. We give it Jason Look a shout-out. I love that. Uh, and if you come by the garage, you don't have to spend any money. Who doesn't like to be on the radio for a shout-out? We're old school. We love the shout-outs. <laughs> yes. All right. So, we talked about advanced driver awareness systems. They keep us safe. And what is the ultimate goal and why? Because we're not Paying attention. attention. Simple as that. <laughs> Are you ready, class? All right. So, Susie, what's the deal with this traffic sign recognition system? So, the traffic sign recognition is something that tracks its basic categories like regulatory, warning, and guide. So, we're talking street sign, speed limit. It'll actually capture that sign, display it on your dash, let you know if, it's your, if you're going over the speed limit. It's crazy. If It lets you know if there's some heavy fog. Do we need this? Uh, it's a, you know I what? do. Well, you do, but I'm reading that it's it's not the most uh, inform important information. Well, I think it's right now it's just a second layer. If you're not That's paying it. attention, or I don't know if the traffic signs. Well, the traffic sign has to be there if it's not. Somebody, right. Some neighborhoods you're missing your traffic signs. <laughs> That's right. Um, but it's just another added layer. It is. It can be annoying. Now, let me ask you this. So, it is capturing from the front camera. Yeah. Does your new vehicle, what does it do? Because I don't have one. It displays an actual picture of the traffic sign. Okay. 35, 45. And then it does warn you. Now, it doesn't vibrate the butt haptic thing. It, It doesn't even chime. But it, I guess it can. Maybe maybe wife shut it off. She knows more about it than I. But it'll just give you that second layer. Hey, by the way, you're going 42 and it's 35. So that's an added layer. Why? Because we're not paying Paying attention. attention. All right. So night vision, pedestrian detection. I think this is pretty cool. I would imagine more expensive, but that technology is getting less expensive than what it was. I mean, night vision traditionally was, oh, that's military. But now we've got, you can buy night vision all day long. It's not too spendy. 
But in terms of a vehicle, there are certain vehicles, don't ask me which ones, that have that night vision and pedestrian. How many would you like to know? You just got off of work from the bar at 2 in the morning. Tell me you're not a little drowsy, a little well, foggy. Well, yeah, but how does it work? How does it work? Well, it's going to use camera. Okay. Now, LiDAR is going to have this a heat signature. Again, that gets a little more spendy, but LiDAR definitely is on all these Waymo autonomous vehicles, um, average vehicles, cameras, and uh, radar. Radar is huge. Radar is not as expensive to incorporate. You can reproduce radar components, and it's not, I mean, it's going to be an added cost to you. It's going to, next to your oil change and brakes, you're going to, I had to place my radar. It wasn't working. Ooh. I mean, it's added cost, but just know that these systems are out. Now, the point we have, why we, I mean, we want you guys to understand some of these systems, but here's an idea and a tip. I don't believe you guys are really getting the walk around when you buy your new vehicle at the dealer. They may show you, that's the mirror. That's the horn. And I'm not, <laughs> look, I'm not knocking my dealer friends. All you new car salespeople, you need to give someone a proper walk around. Now, what does this mean? Well, my car has this ADAS stuff. I want to know about it. And it does, don't tell me to read the 800 page owner's <laughs> right, manual. Right. Like, nobody, I ain't nobody got you time. You want the footnote. <laughs> but if you're buying a new car, part of the deal is can you get me acquainted? And most, most great dealers out there, they'll do that. Yep. And ask away, ask those questions. If not, and you acquired a used car with low mileage that has these systems, you swing by the garage and we'll do a walk around. All we ask is you buy us a cup of good coffee. Okay. Can we? Is that a that's, fair that's deal? Fair. That's good business. What else we got? Parking assistance. Parking assistance. Do, I, do you need that help? I do not need that help. I do. But on a commercial, I actually saw where she said, where she pushed a button and it parallel parked for her. Yeah. I think it was in a Buick. As a society, do we need this in our life? I think so. Have you seen some of the parking jobs? I have. <laughs> I had a visitor at my house and they were parked three feet, three feet from the curb. They were See? like in the middle of the street. <laughs> now, if they had the parking assist, that wouldn't have been a problem. Maybe they thought there was a bike path there. I don't know. All right. So now you got an idea of some of these. Uh, I don't know if we covered adaptive cruise control. Mm-hmm. Just understand that cruise control is pretty cool. The adaptive. So essentially they're, you know, traditional cruise control is, all right, I'm going to take over acceleration. Right. It, it didn't automatically take over braking. You had to disengage. Okay. Adaptive, they've added the auto, the braking. Okay. Right? And the distance, again, using that radar. You can do a lot with radar. Sure. We can now tell how far that car is distance-wide, distance-wise, and set that distance. I'm cruise control. If I'm within whatever distance, my car will break. Ah. Good stuff. And there's a couple other things. So a lot of you have that adaptive cruise control. It's probably one of the first advanced driver awareness system components. Okay. Now, Susie, we're going to get technical because the engineers are saying this is boring. All right. (laughs) How do these systems work? And the reason why we want to bring this up, and again, this is just an hour show. Okay. We almost, we could talk about this for hours. We could do this for hours. Is I just want you guys to understand when you're going into your local mechanic or dealer, you have a basic concept. There are five components necessary to work the fancy ADAS or ADAS. ADAS. Advanced Driver Awareness Systems. Mm -hmm. Let's say it together. ADAS. ADAS. I think we completely butchered it. I think we did. I've heard it called different things. ADAS, yeah. ADAS, ADAS. You guys tell us what Adidas. you call it. It's A-D-A-S. <laughs> right. Okay. So you need sensors. Yes. How many of you went to your local mechanic check engine line? Well, you got a broke sensor. Well. Lot, there's we, a lot of sensors. We have a customer right now. Remember, uh, we're referring her to the dealer because of the parking We sensors. cannot. Yeah, and the camera we can, sensors. We're currently not set up. Yeah. And we will be in the future, but there was a rear camera issue yep. that displays. And that's something we just could not dance yeah. with. And so we had to refer uh, out to that. And you'll see as uh, not only our garage, but many other automotive centers, they'll start to get into that, get more uh, training really yes. is what it's about. We're starting to see that. So uh, these sensors have to make decisions based upon what they see from an input. So in other words, input sensor says it's this temperature. Mm-hmm. It relays that temperature or 
this is my altitude. There are sensors that say, hey, this is where my altitude's at. Those are input sensors. Computer says, all right, what's the inputs doing? What are they doing? It's like an offensive line. <laughs> what's that offensive line doing? <laughs> it goes back to the quarterback who's the computer. Sorry, right guard, left guard. Right. Uh, we didn't mean a demeanor. But the quarterback is the computer. He sees what the input is for a decision-making output. They're output sensors or actuators or the actual uh, cameras themselves. Cameras can be, they can, they're basically input, but they can also make decisions. Make sense? That was a good explanation. Was that good like a football team? Yeah. I know you guys miss going to a football game, so I figured that. So, sensors. Now, we've got software. You guys already know, because we talk about it a lot, that new F-150, 100 million lines of code. There's a lot of software. Lots of software. So, that's basically the backbone mm-hmm. to all the hardware in that system. And also, we are dealing with these, as we mentioned, these actuators are sort of the output devices, uh, solenoids, uh, uh, those sort of mechanical slash electrical solenoids. And then um, in that, what I thought was pretty cool on those devices that help make the decisions, and and they do this fast. I mean, you guys, if you want to check out University of Michigan's M-City, as in Mary City, go online and check them out. They've got millions of miles in the autonomous arena, and how they're able to study that, make adjustments, and make autonomous happen, and and make that someday happen. Would you drive that's an cool. autonomous? Oh heck yeah! I don't know, man. I like the feel. Oh of no, heck I don't yeah! Know. But that's what happens with uh, the ADAS and how that. In a nutshell, it's very simple. We don't want to get complicated. Mm-hmm. So the likelihood of a failure in the future for a lot of you guys are driving. Uh, Mid, uh, mid-teens to late-teens to a brand-new 2021, you're going to start getting into that terminology, right? You've heard the tune-up and brakes and all of that. So now you're going to get into this. So hopefully that helps. I want you guys to stay tuned on next segment. We're going to cover artificial intelligence in the cockpit. AI. AI. Because we're not... Paying attention. Predictive analysis. <laughs> could we could we predict where we're going based upon prior learned behavior? That's artificial intelligence. That is AI, yeah. Amazon, yep. Alexa. Yep. Alexa, stop snoring. This way, you heard me snoring at yep. 10 o'clock. Stop snoring. That was predictive. And I even told you when I take Waymo, we react as drivers, but they predict yeah. as vehicles. Reducing. The human-machine interface. Oh, my gosh. Like, what was that, Tron? Oh, yeah. Like, we just went into this other zone. That's right. That's right. You guys stay tuned, family. Ranch Nation next. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Live from John's Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is All Hits. 88.7 The Pulse. KPNG Chandler Phoenix. Broadcasting 24-7. Soccer texts anytime. 480-655-8870. Streaming and apps at PulseRadio.fm. Right on. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. We're talking about the emergent... Emergency. Emergency. It's an emergency on your hood. It always is. Mechanic comes up to you. Hey, this is an emergency. Uh, we're actually talking about emerging vehicle technology. And uh, re-listen to the show and pass the show on. Some of the younger drivers or uh, you older drivers, you know, the, some of this technology can be kind of kind of goofy. Uh, artificial intelligence, Susie, do we need this in our life? Well. Are we not intelligent enough in well, the reality of situations? I've seen some pretty cool examples of artificial intelligence. It's kind of freaky. Um, Give us an example outside well, of the car. Okay, outside of the car. Well, what is the uh, is it is it in Japan who's got that artificial artificial intelligence uh, robot? That female. You don't like the robots. It, it's just weird. They're too lifelike, Frank. Well, what about the doggy looking robots? Those are scary. That's I like, haven't seen that one yet. That's like Hollywood horror. I forget what they call those. You guys listening know you've seen them. They've been memes. They've been. It's been all over social media. I mean, if you go make a robot, make it happy, friendly. I like the Japanese robots. Well, no, I do, but that's the thing. I, I'm. You don't know Im- about. I'm yeah. impressed with right. the technology, but it's just it's just freaky because they look really human. Yeah. That's it, all. Well, I mean, I think as a society, don't we want to see a more human robot, or do we not? Do we want that subtle reminder? Oh, they're not real. Well, I I kind of think of the Blade Runner. Do you remember that old movie? Yeah. Where you couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I kind of uh, reflect to. 
Yeah. Well, I, I just think, look, it's down the pipeline. Right now, I got this robot vacuum cleaner. The iRobot one? And I don't like it. Why? No, I'm not going to mention names. Okay. I had the iRobot. I have another one. Okay. So I get a notification from my little robot vacuum. It says no, it's- No, you did not. It's stuck. It does. You can on your phone. No. It's crazy. Too much information, man. And oh so I my. call my wife. I say, oh, honey, I can see where the robot is geography-wise in my house. She's all, yeah, I just ran over the dog poop. <laughs> oh. Like, now, why can't we make a vo- vacuum that senses poop? Oh, my gosh. We do all this other stuff. That's I, right. I would pay additional. for To pick up the poop. A urinal poop sensor. <laughs> no. Oh, that would be cool. That would be way but cool. But I don't know. I, I think right now we're still, I think we're beyond novelty. Mm-hmm. What was the old MTV with the robot, ro- robo guy on the TV? Oh, MTV. Uh, yeah, 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 his, yeah. Like that was novelty, but it was pretty cool. I forget. You guys remember from the 80s, some of you old people like us. I can see him. Yeah. And he was like, that was robo kind of style. I got to look. Yeah, you look it up. But anyway, back to the artificial intelligence in your cockpit. Uh, there are ways that there's sort of this, uh, like two ways. And some of you at work are seeing this. There's retina scans. Like Before you go into that top secret office, you got to eyeball the camera. That's mm-hmm. a retina scan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, and China's scary. China has, I think China has, what, a billion cameras and they have a social score. If you walk across the oh, street, yeah. you're posted. I mean, they're they're gazing yeah. and recognizing your face profile. Yeah. They got it. They got it. Yeah, it's scary. So within your car, the car, you wouldn't need a key. That would be old school. You just look at the car and it recognized and open it up. And then your settings are ready for you climate control. So some of that AI has to do with sort of that interaction, that facial or fingerprint. A lot of you have the phone now. Fingerprint, give me in. That's or, right. Or, a, you know, lap, a computer. Don't call it a laptop. It's a MacBook. But you have that. That's yep. there. Would you entertain that? Would you go off-roading? The rest of your buddies have the key and the fob, and here you are. Wait a minute. I got to look right here. And it opens... Oh, yeah. Now, the new kid on the block always gets made fun of. That's right. Could you imagine that? All of you, I think about the truck community because we're going to see drastic changes. Yeah. Electric trucks. We mentioned that. Would you hang with that? Would your boys or girls make fun of you? You had a rodeo. Oh, look at Dan. He's got a, look at Dan. He's got an electric truck. I mean, I think some of that's going to go on. Well, all the diesel people, all my diesel people, they love, they love the sound, the smell. Yeah, that's true. Well, look at the, look at the Hummer. That's electric. And and the Hummers to me are masculine trucks. They're just kind of cool. I I think so. But if you took it higher levels and went military, what about an H1? I mean, they don't, they don't exist that way. They've evolved from that. But I don't think you could do that. But I'm telling you, electric is, 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 uh. And it'll be just an old, remember grandpa, he had that gas engine. Yeah. And now, a lot of you saw that Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah. And you just said, am I dreaming right now? What is this thing? Yeah, little it was triangle weird on wheels. Yeah, it was weird. It was funny, though. They threw the ball in the glass to try to do the yeah. and it broke. Yeah. It's like, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, you guys can catch that video. They were claiming that bulletproof, bulletproof uh, glass. The last thing on this uh, AI, and, and again, it's such a small hour that we have with you guys, is, is sort of the... 3D anim- animation, I totally butchered that word, 3D animation, that's going to take place. Again, that windshield being all things viewing safely. And so the predictive analysis, if you wanted to go somewhere and you forgot where you were headed, let's say GPS isn't there, but it knew every Saturday you go to this specific place. It, it's learned behavior and it says, no, you don't go to McDonald's. You go to the salad bar. Your car will take you there and, and remind you that's your behavior. Wow. That's predictive. Now, of course, under hood, there'll be a lot of predictive, but we all we care about as drivers is what this vehicle can do for me. So you're going to see that evolve, I don't think, on our watch, Susie. So the artificial intelligence from Max Head. Room. Thank you, Max Headroom. <laughs> I love to now. Yeah, MTV. Come on, people. Yep. Max Headroom. Headroom. He was our first lovable robot he dude. He sure was. <laughs> and of course, there was a lot of other mm-hmm. robot series. I mean, robot, Robotron. Yep. 80s was big. Yep. And as kids, we were just like, 
All right, that's cool. That's right. Yeah. Don't we have something from the Chandler Film Festival? Yeah, Chandler Film Festival, people. Uh, I want you, I don't, man, I, I feel like a, a knucklehead. Catch it on our Facebook. I'm going to post it up on Wrench Nation Facebook. Google Chandler International Film Festival. It's happening here locally. Uh, man, you can get in there, COVID safe, and watch some great movies. Yep. What I like about Chandler International Film Festival, independent, man. These Very are, independent. These are young or even seasoned independent filmmakers. So I want you guys to check out Chandler International Film Festival online. And forgive me for not having the exact details. Go online. Susie, I love you. It was good to hang in the studio. Thank you. Jo- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. January. January, I think, 21st to 23rd. But look it up. And it was good to hang with you too, Frank. I'll make a commercial. Let's do that. You guys rock. Be safe. Hug each other. And never forget to hug a mechanic. you want your mileage back and all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon your car needs its fuel system cleaned and it needs it now you need bg44k it's the one dealerships use the most in fact they use bg44k almost three to one over any other fuel system cleaner made to find a shop near you go to bgfindashop.com that's bgfindashop.com i got my mileage back bg Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Parts Authority Auto Parts. Founded in 1972, a leading national distributor of automotive replacement parts, tools, equipment, and transmissions. For a location near you, visit partsauthority.com. Funding for Wrench Nation Car Talk brought to you by Anytime Auto Glass, a family-owned full-service windshield replacement and repair company with a focus on hard work, integrity, and providing a no-hassle professional service for their windshield and vehicle tint clients. Anytime AutoglassAZ.com or call 480-430-4597. Anytime Autoglass. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com.